Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Anali, the other co-host. And welcome to our eighth and final episode of season four. Um, we say this every episode, but it is so crazy that we're already at season four. Um, but before I continue really explaining anything about the, the final episode and who our guests are for today, I am going to let Manali tell you a little bit about who we are and what kind of episodes we have if you have not listened to us before. Yeah, so Hannah and I have been friends for over 10 years now, and um, through that, we've been able to walk through a lot of the same seasons of life, and through that, we've learned a lot of the same things, and that's just not something we wanted to keep to ourselves anymore, and so we started this podcast, and this is where we filter out all of our advice, and we've gained, or we've brought on multiple different um, guests that have also taught us even more advice to filter out. Um, and so our first season, we talk a lot about um, some general Christian topics, like setting yourself apart, how to wait well, um, fruits of the spirit. And then we also have our testimonies in that one. Um, in our second season, we start getting into um, more of our relationship topics, like how to get through a breakup, um, overcoming emotions and taking a leap of faith, how to prepare yourself for a future wife or husband. And then through our third season, we talk some more about getting through loneliness, how or what we would tell our high school selves, the five love languages. And now we are getting into our fourth season where we have um, a series called Single Dating or Single yeah, single dating yeah. married. And we've had uh, people from different uh, walks of life come on and talk about their journey through singleness, dating, and marriage. Yeah. And this e- this season has looked a lot different from the rest of them because yes. we've actually had a guest for every single episode this season, yes, which has have. been so fun. We absolutely love that. There was no really particular reason we did that. We just kind of said, hey, like, would kind of be fun if we just had a guest for every episode and also people voted on it on our Instagram and we're like cool let's do it and oh my gosh like I feel like God might have been doing that as in a way to teach Manali and me a lot Mm -hmm. um because just to be able to pour into others like it's very important that you have others pour into you and these guests um have just been amazing this entire season um but definitely listen to our single dating married series it's great um we just finished up last week interviewing miss sarah williams who um actually we the day that we're recording this we just got back from her reaching just one um ministry lunch party which was so fun and we're gonna post some of that on our instagram but um yeah so we enjoyed doing that today but for today's episode we actually have my parents and i've been waiting for this episode for a long time and Y'all, it was so good. It <laughs> um, was. I'm so proud of them because if you know my dad, like, at all, um, he is definitely, in a way, a social butterfly. But if you get him in front of a camera or, like, this, a podcast, y'all, he freezes up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like a deer in headlights. Um, And it took us a little bit to get the nerves out of the way. But, oh, my gosh, like, both of them, like, the Lord really just spoke through them. And they really spoke on relationships. And they have always been... Um, two people that I've admired a lot and I've admired their marriage a lot and have always prayed for, um, you know, a similar testimony, you know, um, but I can't even really talk about like what topics they touched on because it's really, I guess, just like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did a great job and, um, we're just really excited for you guys to hear everything they had to say. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, growing up with Hannah and being around her family for such a long time, Stephanie and Jamie are definitely people that I've grown to look up to for so long. And they're definitely the first or second, third. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> one of the first people that I go to anytime that I need advice yeah. of any kind. And I know that they're going to tell me what I need to hear. And 
Um, so I really appreciate them being able to come on and just speak to stuff that we've asked over the 10, 12 years um, that we've been yeah, friends. Yeah, however so. long. We're losing count at this point. <laughs> it is. It's, it's kind um, of. Yeah, there are so many times where we're just over at each other's house because I'm the yeah. same with her parents too. I mean, like if we need advice, like we're probably at each other's house getting yeah. it from their parents. Yes. Um, <laughs> and sometimes it's hard when like your own parents are giving you advice because it's like their parents, but also like they do have a lot of good advice um but no this was a really good episode and we're just really um really excited for you guys to hear it but it is lengthier because (laughs) we talked a lot and it was a lot of great conversations um but Manali did say that she had a question of the week and as always I forget to come up with a question so Manali take it over so for my question of the week Mm -hmm. it is what is your favorite rom-com and why Mm. I'm gonna have to think about that one. Well, I mean, there's so many. Oh yeah, like there's so many. I love rom coms. I really am like a sucker for them. But I don't know. Oh, okay. No, you go first. I'm gonna think. Okay, I'm gonna think. Well, my favorite one is How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. That was mine. Really? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I was. That was the first one that popped into my head. Was How to Lose a Guy. But that's like we love that movie. I know both of us do. But that's a that's ironic. It is. <laughs> currently on Netflix right now so I've been like really taking advantage of that because it goes on and off every year but oh my gosh best rom-com ever yeah I love How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days that's a good we need to watch that again that's a good movie we do I would say that one is my number one but another one is um 13 going on I was literally (laughs) thinking that too (laughs) that's literally what my second one was gonna be I wondered if you were thinking that too um this is what we do, y'all. This is how. This is why, like, when you've been friends for so long, like, you just start knowing each other and thinking no the same. And um, oh my gosh, me and you have both loved, like. I mean, I think in middle school, me and Manali would have like sleepovers and stuff, and we'd watch Thirteen Going on Thirty. Oh, like yeah. that was our movie. I think we kind of burned ourselves out of it too. No, for real. I, I love Thirteen Going on Thirty. I love um, I love How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. I'm trying to think. Are there any more? that you have that i can think of yeah really there are a lot of, of any yeah oh um have you ever seen blended uh-uh, that's with adam so. sandler that one's a good one there's a lot of rom-coms with adam sandler and like drew, anything with adam sandler and drew barrymore they're oh, yeah. yeah they're a good they're like, tv couple yeah um oh well while we're on here what about favorite like just romance movie oh like, yeah i know that one's kind of good the we might I be haven't thinking. seen it in forever. We might but be thinking the same. The wildest ride. Oh, the longest ride. The longest ride, whatever. <laughs> no, yes, I was thinking that one in the Notebook. The Notebooks is both of them are iconic. Nicholas Sparks movies. I think you can't go wrong with really any Nicholas Sparks no, movie. Definitely um, not. Definitely, I remember Manali and I watching the we we both watched the Notebook for the first time with each other, and Manali fell asleep at the most iconic <laughs> part, and I like kicked her, and I was like bawling my eyes out, and I was like, it's so sad. <laughs> no, because the entire time I'm guessing what's gonna happen, yeah. and he was like, yeah, shut. Oh, because I was right every time I yeah. guessed something. So then I just fell yeah. asleep because I knew it was going to happen. And she kicked me and she's like, has mascara on and down her face. I was like, hey, Lily, what is wrong with you? I love a good romance movie. It was like 12 in the morning. And it's a long movie. But I do love The Longest Ride. That one is, that one's really good. That one makes my heart just happy every yeah, time I watch it's, it. That one's super cute. Um, but yeah, that's our, our answers for the question of the week. Um and we're going to have to come up with, like, new ones or a new intro next season because <laughs> I feel like we really just, you know, pull questions from anywhere at this point. Oh, but um, we do have a lot of exciting ideas for the next season. But um, right now we're just going to go ahead and get into the episode with my parents because we're really, really excited for it. So let's go ahead and just jump right into the episode. Okay, guys, so like I said earlier, we are going to just go ahead and jump right into the episode, and like I said, we are here with my parents today, so we're super excited for this, but before we get into their questions or anything, we're just going to let each of them take turns to share a little bit about who they are and um, kind of how they met and just everything like that, so whichever one of y'all wants to go first. You can Ladies first. Okay, I'll go ahead. Well, I am Stephanie Strickland Phipps. I am Miss Strickland, my maiden name. And um, I was uh, not fully raised in the church. I would go to church sometimes with more extended family than in my most immediate immediate family. 
Um, but I was uh, baptized as a baby. And um, I started going to a uh, church in McGee when I was a teenager. Um, my brother kind of got me into that. And um, one Sunday, the, um, um, you know, as the preacher was talking, he was talking about, you know, public, publicly professing, you know, your faith and stuff. And I kind of started thinking, you know, I've never done that. I've always believed in God, but I've never, you know, publicly acknowledged it, never walked down the aisle. And, you know, yeah. back then, that's kind of what people did. And so I did, and um, I rededicated myself and, you know, to fully follow Christ that day. And um, so, yeah, you know, that's not to say I haven't, you know, slipped up at times, certainly, <laughs> and all. But, um, you know, that's that's kind of my, um, you know, my testimony as and far you guys as being have, saved. you guys have probably heard that before because I forgot to say that you've been... Yes. <laughs> my mom has been on the episode yes. before with so. the... Um, our Mother's Day episode. So that's more of the, the brief, real brief version. I think I probably went into more detail on the earlier one, but just to mm -hmm. kind of, you know, make it kind of quick. So yeah. that's kind of my testimony. So I'll let y'all hear Jamie's. Right, Dad, your turn. <laughs> I'm Jamie, Hannah's dad. I grew up in church. My mom made sure I was in church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. But because I grew up in church didn't mean I always did the right things. Mm -hmm. Because of temptation, society that pulled me away from the path. Mm -hmm. I always <clears throat> made sure that uh, I always came back and prayed and repented and asked God for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. Was there ever like a time in your life where you like knew God was real or you, you kind of developed a relationship with him where you got serious about your relationship with God? Do you know what I mean? Yes, I did. Uh, I was in college at the time, spec right before I met Stephanie, mm -hmm. you know, I said, God, I'm serious at this moment. You know, I've got to stop, you know, falling off the wagon. I've got to, you know, stay on this right path that you've got mm -hmm. for me. And, and I know your, your, your way is better than mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to really do it this time and stay on the straight and narrow. Which I did. I mean, every once in a while I slipped, but um, I, I, I really did try my best to stay on that path. And But most of the time I prayed mm -hmm. hard and just st stuck with it, kept going forward, mm -hmm. had faith. And But, you know, when I met your mom, it even got a lot easier because I had someone to help me along the way. So, meeting her was really great, and she made me a better man in the end, too. Mm -hmm. Good, thank you. I love that. <laughs> that was sweet. All right, guys, that's awesome. So, if y'all want to go ahead and explain how y'all met, how old you were, and all of that, y'all can go ahead and that. Sure. Okay. Um, I'll start out. Okay. I was um, 19. I had just finished my freshman year at Heinz Community College in Raymond. And um, it was probably mid-May. So this is kind of the start of, you know, baseball season for the summer. And my little brother was um, playing Little League and um, he had a game in Mize. And so I had, after moving my stuff back from the dorm, I had gone to the game and my mom introduced me um, to this lady named Sarah. And we just kind of started talking and um, toward the end of it, she said, well, I'd like to, well, first she asked me, she said, do you have a boyfriend? And I said, no. <laughs> and um, then she, she said, well, you know, at one point I want to um, introduce you to my brother. He goes to Heinz. So, you know, I didn't really think too much, mm -hmm. you know, of that at the time. And of course he had several games during the week. If you know baseball, you go like Tuesday, Thursdays, weekends. And about a month later, um, without me even knowing it, um, I turn around and there's um, Sarah with a guy <laughs> right beside her and said, Stephanie, this is my brother, Jamie. So I was totally unexpected. That sounds like my uh, She'll Yeah. Something. So yeah. I was not expecting that. I was not dressed for it or anything. Because, you know, I had been going to the games for a few weeks after she had told me that. And what didn't really think too much of that when she said, I want to introduce yeah. you. But she did. She brought her brother. And I guess Jamie can kind of tell you. Well, what... yes. Um, and I almost didn't show up to the game, too. Yeah. Because you, you got to know my sister. <laughs> Well, I was coming back from Heinz uh, as well. Um, I was on my way back. I, I, I was taking a test and 
I was tired and I also worked that day. So I was very tired. I didn't feel like going to the games. And I knew my sister. And if you knew her, you know, boy, who's she going to introduce me to? I don't know. So, no, that's true. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I think I'm just not go. And I was headed back home. I wasn't even thinking about going. But when I got to the um, intersection, the exit where you turn off to, going toward the game i literally I just, just i just i, I veered yeah. off to the right and mm -hmm. i wouldn't even think it yeah, i just went just went yeah. and so um i it was god went, it was, yeah, yeah. he I, intervened I'm, I'm he intervened that way. I don't know how tired i was but anyway i'm no, i drove up to the game uh, um a little nervous walking up there because i didn't know what to expect so as i was walking up um i will say this I didn't know it at the time, but there was two little, there were three little kids. Nobody's going to say. <laughs> two were chasing the younger one, and they tackled him on the ground and had him on the ground, grabbing all of his candy and all this stuff. And, and I literally was about to go get after him and decided not to at the last minute because, yeah, well, better not do that. Because it's not my kids. So my I went on and met my sister and, and she introduced me to Stephanie's mom and then Stephanie. And yeah, because y'all walked up with mama. I yes. remember that now because yep. it was Sarah, mama, and then yep. Jamie was right beside. So, so you actually met my mom first. I, I did. I met her didn't mom first. didn't think about that, but that's true. But those three little kids that I was talking about, lo and behold, found out it was her little brother. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't intervene. And, and if you knew them, that was nothing new to them, <laughs> to be fighting over anything. That was yeah, nothing new. So. <laughs> So um, I have five, yes, five brothers. So yes, and, and the fact that they were all fighting and that's the first thing he saw in my family, that, that is not surprising. So that's funny. But um, but yeah, I was, you were 21. I was yeah, 21. Just to let right. them know that, that he was 21. And um, he actually went to a different um, Heinz branch. I went to the Raymond campus. I went to the Rankin the, branch. Rankin. So we, we never, that's one reason we never really passed each passed, other because yeah. um, we were in two different campuses. Um, but yeah, that was the start of it. And then, um, he asked me out for the next night, actually, that was on a Thursday night. And I remember mm -hmm. that Friday night, I remember he got lost coming to my house Oh gosh, yes. and he had to call I turned on diamond. D was Road. it my mom that gave you or just Stan that gave you direction? My stepdad. Um, um I don't know. Somebody don't, had to give him directions really and just it. remember this is before cell phones and GPS. So you actually had to stop and ask for directions if you got lost or didn't know where and to go. And I did actually stop and, and ask. So, uh, well, that's where I get it from. We went, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, and we went bowling, I think, and then we went, went to, to Wendy's. We went bowling with Wendy's. <laughs> yep, that was yep. our first date. And so that's kind of, you know, the start well, Was it our second date we went to see Maverick? Or? Yeah, the movie oh, Maverick. Oh, is no, that no, was a different one. A different, it was kind of like, like a, a western. almost a western. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it did. So I went to the movies the second day, mm -hmm. and I can't, you know. So, and the, yeah, and then. Um, and by the way, I beat her at the bowling on the first day too. <laughs> well, I should hope so. <laughs> that might be a little embarrassing if I was. And so we um, got married um, a year and a half later on July twenty first of two thousand five, and. Yeah. Um, you know, didn't necessarily, that's kind of, I guess, part of our testimony because, you know, mm -hmm. we didn't do everything right leading up to getting married. We were right. going to get married, but it got rushed a little bit because I did get pregnant, you know, the summer. Um, so <laughs> my, um, our daughter, Kayla, um, you know, came, um, she was due, um, at the end of uh, January, but ended up coming eight weeks early. So we had a very preemie baby and. And she stayed in the hospital. Um, she's good, young, healthy, and um, you know Kayla. She's um, she's tough, so <laughs> very much so, and has been you know with us from the beginning, really. And mm -hmm. so, um, but yeah, didn't necessarily do everything the right way, but God has worked in our lives to make it. To and it's who been we, a tough road too, to who we are today. It has not been you know easy, but no. that's where you lean on each other. And yeah, and yeah, exactly. And just um, kind of grow together. You know, you we know. did we did grow together. You know, I was um, kind of speaking of that Manali listening to your grandparents episode. That literally sounded so much like I almost cried when I heard that. I was like, that's our story, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how they, they didn't say started out with nothing. And that's what and we did. And that's kind we of what me and Jamie, we started out literally, 
I mean, we we drove my little Grand Prix and his little bitty. All contract. I had on had was a dresser <laughs> yeah. and a little bed, and, and, it, and it was a very small truck. It wasn't a mid-size or full. Okay. It was a small truck. And we had no help. It was just me and him. We drove to Hattiesburg because we were um, both in school still at the time, which is what brought us to Hattiesburg. Mm -hmm. um, which the Lord was good there. I, I've loved it here. We've never wanted to go mm -hmm. anywhere since. So, um, and we started here with nothing and literally and mm -hmm. had a, a small, tiny apartment that was not the best that we well, were striving the, to get out. Marriage, <laughs> actually, was it the marriage on Pine Haven? It was. Um, so to see where we're at today after 27 years, God is, has been all it's God. Blessed. has been all God, let me tell you, because like I said, it's, um, you know, when you start out that young and you, you have to start from the ground up yeah. and, 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 you know, yeah. but doing that, I can tell you, we both, you know, God, well, and I'm still be, doing it out of God's will too. Right. You know, it's going to make it a harder road. Yeah. To Absolutely. Yeah. And, and we, but once we got married, we were definitely dedicated to doing what was right by our children. And, you know, mm -hmm. when Kayla came, we were going to make a better you know, home for her, you know, um, well, you know, and we committed ourselves to each other first to God, yeah. committed ourselves to yeah, when, me, right. husband and wife and our children. Finding a church when we first mm -hmm. came to Hattiesburg was very important and mm -hmm. it took, it took a while. It does, you know, if you really want yeah. to get into a church, it takes a little bit. So, you know, we've been blessed with a, a good church home at Magnolia for, um, over 20 something years now. We've been married 27 years, July 21st. 27 years. Um, this next year will be 28. So, that's um, awesome. but yeah, so that's kind uh, of the one last part of it though, just because dad, I know like whenever you've explained this, like, it's just cool to hear, but whenever you were looking for a job, how you had a job lined up, but God opened another door in that area. Do you, yeah. can you talk about that a that's little a good bit story. about how you, Found your job at UPSL? Oh, yes, I sure will. <clears throat> well, I was working at Southern Interior at the time and uh, <clears throat> Mississippi Music. I was working two jobs. And yeah. at, at one point, he was I was working three jobs. Three jobs. Yeah. I was working at uh, West Build Material. Yep. And UPS. And, and yes. No, no, that was no, before no, UPS. No, no, no. Right, Truck Pro or maybe. Uh, American Freight. He's worked so many different. It was three different jobs, and one day I was working at um, Southern Interior, and a UPS driver came up. I remember it's James Graves, who it was. And he pulled up to make a delivery, and I met him out there to help him unload and everything. And I said, "Hey, look, are y'all hiring at UPS? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're getting ready to start our peak season. Um, you may, I'll give you a phone number to call." And and he told me the person to talk to Wanda was the lady I talked to and so I um talked to her and she said to come in for an interview and we have a test you have to take and you have to pass so um I did that and um so once she accepted my resume test and passed she said uh the next day said we need you to come in at Two in, no one thirty or two in the morning. I said, "Oh my gosh!" I yeah, wasn't used was... to getting up that early. I said, oh, "Yes, ma'am, I'll be here." That was hard. I'll be here. <laughs> so that first morning, I got up, went. I was excited to try a new job, you know. And boy, was it hard! <laughs> well, I was unloading eighteen-wheeler trailers, uh, packages, and it's fast-paced. So production line uh, conveyor belt, and you had to push it out pretty quick. <laughs> When I forget that after the day that morning was over with, I come home and I was dragging, had to go to my next job. The alarm went off at 1 32 again the next day. I rolled on. I said, I can't do it. I don't want to go back. Please turn that alarm. I just can't do it. So I laid there for about five minutes and it was God again intervening. He rolled me out of bed and I went and never looked back ever since. And I've just been in. UPS since then. For how long? Yeah. 27 years. So yeah. as long as y'all been Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was, yeah. Um, it, he actually started there a week before Kayla was born. Matter of fact, look, we got a story, story there. Oh, the while story. she was <laughs> in at labor. the hospital in labor, 
I was at UPS working. <laughs> she couldn't get a hold of me because I gave her a, a bogus number uh, okay. and she couldn't reach me. Well, I'm sorry apparently about it. the number had just recently been disconnected. And again, this is for cell phones. So we had to call the business phone. Right. And it was a disconnected number. So I did. So when I got to drive home, when I got home and hospital. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on at home. And there was a door. There was a note left on the door. Yeah. She left a note. Do we still have that note? I do. I have it in her baby book. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Uh, and I do. so yep. she left a note. Hurry. I'm at the hospital. I just went in labor. <laughs> That's so scary. I, was, I actually was freaking out. I was yeah. like, oh my I, God. I, there's, no, there's no other way to get a hold of her. <laughs> no. A whole other story. But yes, I was, seen that note. I um, still have it. Yeah, I we do. do. It's, in, it's in Kayla's baby I book. I thought we still had Yep. Awesome. Okay, so. Well, um, I love y'all's story. I always have. <laughs> uh, I know. Um, said the word submission especially nowadays is looked at it's just got a bad reputation yeah. and I think there's a lot of different reasons whether it's the feminist movement and stuff that's come in to make it sound like what it's not but I think in order to really get into it um I'd like to read Ephesians yeah. 5 22 through 28 to kind of see okay <clears throat> 22 through 28 Ephesians 5 wives submit yourselves unto your own husband as unto the Lord for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be their own husbands, be, be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. <clears throat> so anyway, that's 522 through 27. But basically, I think that whole the whole thing goes hand in hand. It's talking about wives submitting to their husband, but it's also talking about how men, you know, love their wives as Christ loved the church. So if you if you trust your husband to do that, like if I know that I've got a godly husband that is leading me just as as you know Christ led the church, then I'm going to have a lot more trust in yeah. submitting. But submitting doesn't mean, you know, like somebody says, oh, go do, you know, he tells me to do something, I just do it. Well, That's can I, not can I, what... Can I, can I interject? So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, okay, well, I think it's we serve each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, well, and, and, and what I yeah. mean by that is um, I serve my family, right. you, and you. And then I serve you. Right. Well, it's also mainly meaning I trust you as the leader of the family. Right. So, and also he, and I mean, if and Hannah kind of knows this, but like, um, I know he's going to trust and not trust my opinion, but listen to my opinion and I'm, but trust it and yeah. my good judgment. Cause if like Hannah knows a lot of times he'll ask me for opinions on just about everything for even the smallest That's thing. So true. And because sometimes I think he trusts me more than he does. But I also know that like, if I felt like God was leading him, cause you know, we've had to make some important decisions on especially jobs, you know, because there's been a lot of instances where he could have been into management, which would have made transfers. And, you know, we've had to make a lot of decisions, mm -hmm. which has actually kept <clears> us in Hattiesburg and, you know, he's kind of turned down some opportunities to do that. But if he would have said, look, I believe that, you know, God has called me, then I have to trust in him that he would be able, I would trust him to make that final decision, but he would always come to me and I'd be like, mm, you know, <laughs> well, I'm not going to you know, what that like submissive word means yeah. by that. At the end of the day, yeah. Trust I trust that he is, yes, but I mean, it, it's, it's the same thing, but you have to have trust. I mean, to really be a true submissive wife the way that God wants us to, you really do have to trust your husband and to know that he he's doing, that he wakes up every day and he puts me first before himself and vice versa. And that's actually what we are called to do. That well, I know that he wakes up this. and he, he's making decisions every day that is best for me, for our girls, you know. <laughs> that's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay, I'm sorry. No, that's fine. But, 
to piggyback off what she said, as far as service, any relationship, uh, as far as marriage or early relationships of boyfriend and girlfriend, once you stop serving each other, that's when yeah. problems start, you know. Right, that's true. You have to put the other first. Mm -hmm. You know, it really is being selfless. And, you know, also, you know, being submissive means I've got to be his biggest fan, his mm -hmm. biggest encourager, his biggest supporter. Well, he thinks I'm always, you know, against him. But, you know, I, I just think submissive means truly it does. Yes, you submit, but it is truly if, if you look at Ephesians, it totally goes hand in hand with how the, the husband is supposed to love the wife as Christ. That's a big, big part of that. And I have to trust that he is in every decision he makes. Yeah. He is putting our marriage first, our family first. And so, yeah. Okay. And, and we're, and we're, and, and also want to say we cultivate the relationship. Right. Well, I'm, I'm actually about to, I'm getting oh. to your question. <laughs> so, because I wanted to talk, were you done with your Yeah, no, that, that was pretty much it, yeah. Dad is itching to talk with Yeah, no. he, was, he was really nervous before we he's first started. He's ready to go. Now, now he's ready to talk. <laughs> um, but kind of to, to kind of compliment that, um, Dad, I want you to talk about what it looks like to be a spiritual leader for your wife and from your perspective um, and how she talks about you're the spiritual leader and meaning like, how do you receive wisdom for God? What do you do during <clears throat> tough times when that, it seems like quote burden is maybe on you um, and just stuff like that? Well, first of all, number one, what I do is go, I go to God in prayer. I pray and I have faith that he is going to get me through whatever situation present itself but i will say being a spiritual leader it means to protect and build my family up as we go throughout life i, yeah. I have to build them up to make sure that you know that um they receive what they need in life to go forward right. you know um so like how would you say like what do you do during like if there's was ever a tough time in y'all's marriage or if we were going through a tough time as a family or something like how did you go to God to receive that wisdom? Like what things did you do to stay, um, I guess, in your role, if that makes sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, as I'll give you an example early on in our marriage. Um, when um, money was tight, I didn't have a whole lot of money. You know, I was worried about where the money was going to come from, and, and I didn't want to burden – stephanie with her and bother about it but I, I prayed hard to god and asked god but also i had to get out there and work go get whatever it is i needed to do god saw my actions you know i was a go-getter but he also blessed me in that area whenever it came to uh paying the next bill somehow or another god presented me with the money to yeah. pay the, the next bill. But it, it mainly is praying to God and having faith in him that he's going to deliver you from whatever situation you're in because he's got your back always. That's true. And he's always but, been a very, um, your dad's always been very persistent in anything he does. Um, hardworking. He never gives up. I can tell you that it really is. And, and you can just tell he, you know, that's one thing about being a spiritual leader is, um, he, he, he opens his Bible every day, and I see that. I've seen that. Y'all have seen that, and growing up, and that's really important, and he does. He always goes to God anytime. You know, it's so funny because when we were younger, um, it was always me that worried a lot, and he, he just never, even though he talked about how he was, he never showed it. And it's like, sometimes now, I feel like sometimes that's reversed. That's He'll reversed, start to yeah. worry, well, how is this? And I'm like, I'm the chill one now. I'm like, just go to God. Don't worry it, it's about funny it. funny how it, it really, those reversed. roles have reversed, but... Being a spiritual leader, especially early on, he would always just say, you know, God's got us. It's fine. God's got us. So and, that's, and I like how you brought up, like, never giving up. To he never gives up. up. That, that, <laughs> he that's another quality. He's very persistent. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, because that's where faith comes into yeah, play. That's right. You've always been a very acts of service yeah. type of person, too. Manali mm -hmm. is that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when Manali walks through the door, he's yeah. like, Manali, you need to do this? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm better with actions than with words. I will say that. <laughs> so I'd rather show my service and yeah. my gifts and my wits yes. through yeah. action and service than, than words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
Okay, so for our next question, we have, as you've been married for many years, what is some advice you would give to your younger self while he or she was on the search for their future spouse? Sure. You want me to go? Is that mine for me or for both of us? It's for both Yeah, the rest of them are for both of you You want me to start? I'll Mm -hmm. start. Um, Obviously, the first thing is spend time with God, you know, um, uh, you, you, anything you do has to be in prayer. It has to start with God, it, and He will, you know, He knows what your heart desires. He knows everything that that you desire, but He wants you to come to Him. He doesn't want you to worry about it. He, you know, and being in a time of singleness um, <clears throat> is a very important time because it's it's time to where you focus on yourself and nobody else, you know. Mm-hmm. And God wants you to come to Him. Um, you know, He's also teaching patience. You know. Um, and that's going to be everything in life, whether it's a time of singleness, praying for your future spouse, your children. It's it's all about, um, you know, not worrying and just trusting that God's got everything. So um, I think it's just trying, you know, especially being single and just enjoying that and not looking at it as I'm lonely or it's a burden. And because you're not really lonely, you know, we're never lonely if we have God. And you know, yeah. most people have family, you know. But sometimes it can feel that way, and I understand that. But you know, God, you know, is gonna. You know, you will find your person at that right time. God is going to, you know, he's already got it mapped out. We just, you know, sometimes it's like I tell Hannah, we just, we want him to just, you know, bring somebody to the door, knock on the door and say, (laughs) here is the guy you're supposed to marry. Wouldn't that be nice, you know, but that's just not... You know, that's not how, and that's, that's where faith comes in, and that's why mm-hmm. we do, that's why it happens like that. God wants us to go to Him and just completely have faith that, mm-hmm. that He, He's got it all mapped out for us, and we have to trust in Him, but just taking that time to spend time, um, you know, really focusing on yourself and getting yourself, you know, um, ready for that, you know, marriage one day, you know, or, or, you know, kids and all that, because it comes and it comes quick and it can, you know, that's a whole nother chapter of, <laughs> of your life that you're going to be, you know, it's, it's good and bad in every time of your life. So it's just taking that time and realizing you, you, you can just really totally focus on yourself, but go to God and be patient during that time. So That's pretty much what I would tell my younger self, because the heart, it wants what it wants and it normally sabotages um, itself with impatience. Yeah, so, the patience is the name. And I will say, when I was younger, I had zero patience. And That's true. <laughs> I, I, I and I wish I would have waited on God <laughs> to send me Stephanie instead of going out there searching yeah. because... Boy, I made some doozies out there. Most people that try to search, search in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. And I was, so just yes. let God bring that mm-hmm. person. Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and also, I would say, love yourself above all else, you know, because if you can't love yourself, you can't love Yeah, I know. I get, I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, so, yeah. 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 Too many people look at themselves and try to find negatives instead yes. of... You have to have self-respect. Being, you have yes. to have self-respect. Self-respect. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Um, well, also, I like, wish... what... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, like, I'm just I saying... I was just going to say, like, because there are so many, like, young guys, I mean, and young girls, but there are so many things that talk to young girls about, like, preparing yourself to, like, mm-hmm. meet your future. What what advice do you have for, like, guys that are out there, like, waiting or, like, you know, trying to prepare to be a husband one day? Because, honestly, so many just don't. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean... Yeah, they're kind of being taught the opposite, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. Um, they're actually just being taught to not commit. <laughs> no, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, stop listening to society because mm-hmm. society exactly. is uh, leading uh, the young men down the wrong path, mm-hmm. wrong road, because they need to learn, teach them to depend on God more mm-hmm. and also to love and respect women. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm better than what they are instead of (laughs) you know what I mean yeah but um and for y'all's age that's that's hard to find right now understand that college (laughs) age is hard to find that um and that's where I think patience comes in it'll happen you know (laughs) yes I think we definitely live sorry (laughs) (laughs) but um we definitely especially like in our college era we live in such a pro-independency like society right now Mm -hmm. and like it might it's going to get better as we get older hopefully but like that is what makes it so hard right now is that we're so pro-independent and that's That's fine but like also we are not meant to be independent we're We're supposed to be dependent on each other Mm -hmm. that's well and so that's what causes the commitment issues that we have this oh that's so that's like i said that was a good way to put it yeah Yeah. you know we're not being taught to lean on each other it's like yeah just be well and i want to say that you know 
the reason why families today are in such disarray is because um, we have to step up as men in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, stop listening to what society says um, because all they care about is themselves, yeah. what's out, what can I get out of this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what's in it for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's time for men to stand yeah. up and be men yeah. in the yeah. world Absolutely. today. And I think girls are, I mean, I struggle with it too. I think girls are also not being taught, but because of that, mm-hmm. um, I feel like, you know, even I struggle with like, <clears> when you talk about independency and be kind of being too independent, um, yeah girls these days and especially like a lot of single moms like are very pro like prepare for the worst with a man and that's just that's because of our our society we're taught to prepare for the worst worst. in case a man leaves you or like you know never depend on a man financially like there's so many things that you know from fears of men not really being leaders these days because even in my mind I'm like I'm like, oh, I have to, you know, I need to make sure I have a good job one day just mm-hmm. in case. Like, sometimes right. I catch myself listening to those laws. Like, you know, yeah. what if this happens one day? I need to but be it, prepared. But also, it doesn't matter for the ladies out there. It doesn't matter how good looking the guy is or how well his dance moves are or how he's <laughs> how well he's fit because he goes to the gym all the time. Yeah. If he doesn't have a job, he's not ready for marriage. <laughs> Yeah. Because he's not going to be able to support. That's a good name. The work ethic yeah. is big, and um, that has yeah. fallen in That's fallen America in a lot today. of men, especially. Yeah, you're yeah. right. The work ethic, and, and not even just in a job area, like in men, like a lot of yeah. men and women, they don't want to work at a relationship either. Oh, that's so it's true. just neglected. Well, they get mm-hmm. up or they give up again. So well, easily. it goes back to serving each other. Right. If you yeah. stop serving each other, that's when problems start creeping into the relationship. Yeah. And everything is sabotaged, yeah, you know. Absolutely. But you yeah. got, but it can't be one side. Mm-hmm. One serve, serve all the time. Yeah. The other one has to serve be, as well. Yeah. You committed one hundred percent, one hundred percent. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But don't make excuses, girls, for guys yeah. out there yeah. too, yeah. because yeah. they are going to mm-hmm. take full advantage of you if they know they can get away with it. They're going to do it. That's so. True. Yeah. so true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. All right, so for our next question, this is for you, Ms. Stephanie. Okay. Um, as a mother of two daughters and has had many friends of both pass through, there are probably some reoccurring themes among young girls who ask for advice. What is uh, the most common question of advice? Like, for example, how do you know he is the one God has for me? And can you mm-hmm. give some advice on that question? Sure. You know, I think just kind of what we were talking about earlier, um, you know, but even like young girls who were, whether you're in a relationship you know, or out is, you know, first respect yourself, you know, um, so many girls now, y'all see it even in some, you know, Hannah's working with some of the youth and stuff and you can start seeing them, you know, they stop just disrespecting their bodies and themselves. Mm -hmm. If you want a guy to respect your heart, your body, your soul, you know, what kind of language is coming out of your mouth? How are you, how are you dressing? How are you, you know, if you want him to respect your, you for your heart and your soul, then, you know, be careful what's coming out of your mouth and, Mm -hmm. You know, just self-respect is is, mm-hmm. is number you know number one. Mm-hmm. As far as a guy, you know, um, don't try to you know be who you think the guy wants you to be. Be your authentic self. You know that that can happen, especially early on in a relationship. They're like, oh, I just want a guy, so I'm gonna try to be what I think he likes mm-hmm. instead of just being who you are. And that the right guy will come and love you for who you are, what you like, what your passions are, you know. But it's got to be number one, a guy, a, a, a guy that loves Jesus, number mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. I think it, you know, um, when you're starting to date, and you know, my girls know this, they kind of have to have a lot of the same sort of, you know, not just morals and values, but you know, like if you're trying to, like, you know, if you're a Baptist and you're, you know, there's a Pentecostal guy that you like, well, that might cause some conflict later on. Yeah, That's a yeah. big, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it might, it, y'all both love Jesus, but even some of the cultural, you know, not cultural, but religious things might different. be so different. So make sure, you know, you, you, you have to think about those kind of yeah. things and, and, you know, things like that. Um, but um, just, you know, respect yourself. The guy will respect you the more you respect yourself. And yeah. so that's, you yeah, know, that's good. Main, the main thing. So, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then this one is for you, Mr. Jamie. As a father of two daughters who have also asked for many bits of advice over the years, um, speaking specifically on relationship advice, is there a specific topic that you can, that can be spoken to 
young men who may be listening based on questions of advice your daughters and daughter's friends may have asked? Uh, absolutely. Um, number one, like Stephanie said, respect yourself and respect mm-hmm. your bodies. <clears throat> because if you're not respecting yourself and body, you think the guys are going to respect you. They, they see a weakness there that they can play off of, they're going to use it to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And like I said, guys need to start being themselves and not who they think the girl wants them to be mm-hmm. so they can get the girl and then mm-hmm. and, and not continuously um, keep the relationship strong throughout the years. Right. Know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, honestly... Just make sure that both of your, you two are on the same page. Make sure you talk about your differences and yeah. come together and make sure um, you're on the same page and you cultivate that relationship to grow. Yeah. And not just... Yeah. And just speaking on that, too, because I wanted to clarify even because that's kind of what you're talking about. You know, when I say that, you know, you want to be who you are and not change, that doesn't mean that you're not going to have differences that, you know, he might like something. He might want you to go to a game or something you don't want to go to. But, you know, it's okay to go do that for him Mm -hmm. or vice versa. You know, you might be into the... Uh, you know, arts, and you want to go to a play, and a guy could care less about that. <laughs> but if he's truly yeah. into you, you know that, that that I don't mean that you have to ha- have the exact same. Just the major, but the major well, things, because you are going to sacrifice. I was going to say that number one thing in, you know. in a relationship <laughs> is sacrificing for each yeah. other. Again, that's cultivating the yeah. relationship yeah. so it'll grow. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. cultivating your relationship with God is so it'll grow. Yeah, because you don't you, want to be stagnant. If you stagnant love each other a lot too, and, and if you love each other, or in the beginning you like each other a lot, it's not going to matter what you're doing as long as you're together doing it. A lot of times, you know, that's just a kind of you know, it doesn't matter where we're at or what we're doing. As long as we enjoy being together, it doesn't matter. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's good advice. But I will say one last thing. Go for it. <laughs> Make sure it's God centered. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. Yeah, it will never grow. Yes. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for this last like little bit, I don't even know if I like gave y'all a heads up on this, <laughs> but every time we have guests on, we always leave the last little bit open, or if you don't want to use it, you don't have to, but basically, whatever, it can be anything, if there's anything that you want every listener to hear, or just something that you want to end with, or advice you have, whatever it might be, it's your turn okay. to talk about whatever or give advice or whatever okay. you want listeners of this podcast um to hear we have a we have a diverse audience i think as far yeah. as age goes and everything so it's yeah i mean it speaks to a lot of of young people um you know i think just for me just being married for 27 years and going through a lot of good and a lot of bad you know, I can honestly say we're probably at the best we are right now, but that's mm-hmm. because the, you know, we've also gone through the whole raising our children. I mean, yeah. we're still, we're, you're always a we, parent. That doesn't We stop. grew up But together. we did grow, I will say that. And that's a, a difference in, in, you know, again, the generational, you know, y'all's generation <clears throat> is getting married later. You know, mm-hmm. that's just, that's just the cultural change. Really yeah. nothing y'all can do about that. You just <laughs> kind of have to go and God will, will, but you know, we, you know, obviously we got married earlier than, we probably meant to, <laughs> but God worked yeah. it worked it out. But um, you know, and just for young girls, just you know, we we live in a, a culture too where sometimes I feel like the girls are pursuing the guys instead of the old fashioned way of we need to get back to where the guys doing the pursuing. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'd like to you know really I wish guys would do that more because sometimes I feel like you know especially with social media. Well, guys Snapchat, don't have to really put a lot of effort into it anymore. Well, yeah, or so they're true. trying. It's like I told you know that sometimes I feel like they try to get to know each other through social media and snapchat yeah. <laughs> instead of saying hey she's beautiful hey you want to go on a date with me yeah. you know but i mean I, I really think a good godly guy will do that they'll say yeah. you know this girl is somebody you know because you know it's kind of like when we well, met and, and, and I mean, he just immediately asked me out he didn't yeah. he didn't mm-hmm. you know just because he was we're introduced to me he had to be like oh yeah. okay well, it's nice guy, knowing you but he <laughs> asked me out you know well, and guys <laughs> need to become men now they need to step step up and be the best they can be and start treating women with respect and not disrespect. That's the problem yeah. with guys now. Yeah. So ladies, don't settle for the second best. Yeah. Just make sure that both of you are on the same page and you yeah. iron out your differences um, 
Yeah, how you handle conflict too is a right, good one too, I, mm-hmm. and you know, and picking battles. That's a in marriage. I would say that's oh, probably number one for for me. This is a this is a big one to all of y'all. <laughs> Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not one. try to complicate yeah. things by. Yeah, yeah. Bringing yeah, others. But, I'm sorry, but just in saying, just for any man and women, you know, picking your battles is probably number one. And that's going to be with your husband, your kids, and everything. Because if you don't, you will argue every single day. Mm-hmm. There is going to be something that you irritate each other with or something. <laughs> and if you don't learn to say, you know what, that's not a big deal, you, you will be arguing every day. So it's really important for anybody that's in a young relationship or even marriage, I think, um, or anybody that's married probably know that anyway. Yeah. So, um but yeah, to just um, again, just <laughs> um, married. If you're married, don't don't give up. Be persistent mm-hmm. and stay strong in your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy now today just to get divorced, be done, away. and walk away. Don't do that. Yeah. Stay in it. Yeah. You know. But if it's counseling, if you need it, go to, you know, but I would, you know, any couples that aren't in church that I think Mm -hmm. that's just got to be number one. Uh, You got to get the main thing is keeping God in in the center of your relationship and family and go to church. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for that. Um, that was a really good episode. I think it's going to be really, really good. But we always end the episode by saying bye. So, okay. Bye, thank you guys. Bye, guys. Good job. Was that okay? I think that was such a good episode. And we really, really um, enjoyed everything that my parents had to say. And we hope that you guys did too. And, you know, they touched on a lot of, like, more difficult topics with a lot of confidence. And I'm really grateful for that because that's not easy to do, you know. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to go back and think about just things that they said. But talking about, like, the individual roles between like men and women and you know speaking against society's lies that like you know serving each other is you know somehow like disrespectful like that you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. their ideology is just so different you know from yeah. the world's view and versus the Christian worldview you know what I mean yeah I yeah. think like because I know one topic that uh, you had asked your mom about was, like, talking about submission. Like, yeah. you know, if you speak out on social media or on any public platform about submission, you're going to get backlash like yeah. no other. Because we have – the world has such a backwards view of what submission means. And mm-hmm. that's – a lot of that just comes from not reading past that first verse of what it yeah. means for a wife to submit to their mm-hmm. husband. But your mom did an amazing job, and your dad, because you yeah. built it off of it too, did an amazing job of explaining that. But also, like you said, going against so many of the norms of society, like just being independent. Like, we're not meant to be independent. We're yeah. meant to be codependent and, you know, serve each other, lean on each other, depend on each other, and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job of explaining why we are supposed to, or why we are called to be that way. And it's mm-hmm. not just because you know, the Lord's trying to make it more difficult for us or trying to go against the world. It's going against the world, but, like, that's for our benefit overall anyways. Exactly. And I love how my mom read from, straight from the scripture and talked about um, and read past that first verse. Even, like, you know, even some women in the church and, you know, but especially women in society, like, we hear that word submission and everybody goes crazy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not gonna, no man is gonna tell me what to do in this. And it's like, that's not what that is. Um, I actually saw something that was on TikTok. I don't get all my information from TikTok, I promise. Um, but it made so much sense. And this girl was talking about how we always talk about, you know, like, the women ha- the woman has it so hard she has to submit to her husband this and that and like each role is very difficult don't get me wrong but how god intended it to be all of the main responsibility is supposed to fall on the man the man is supposed to take those job responsibilities and that is supposed to be harder than you know a woman having to deal with that mm-hmm. it's like um at the end of the day um, how my mom explained it is submitting to your husband is trusting that he is getting his authority from God, that he is mm-hmm. submitting himself to God. Um, and you know, like, we're not saying, like, you cannot just submit to any man. Right. This man, you need to have standards, and this man needs to be a godly man, a godly leader, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's only in marriage, by the way, if that's not in relationships. <laughs> um, so just to, you know, clarify that. But, no, that stuck out to me, too. 
that and I mean even your dad he talked about like you know roles that men need to step up and have as uh, a husband but even he talked about as a boyfriend like how you're supposed to step up um in your relationship and I think um as as a audience we all need to hear like what we need to do as a girlfriend and eventually as a wife and what we need to do as a boyfriend and eventually a husband because you know, we, we can lack in that sometimes. And, you know, yeah. I think they really did a reality check for all who's listening. Right. That and how both of them talked about um, we need more men to pursue. And yeah. so many guys, I don't know if it's just like they don't want to put in the effort, which I think a lot of it has to do with that. Um, yeah. We've instilled commitment issues into young boys and girls these mm-hmm. days um, at the risk of rejection, failure, whatever it might be. Um, and that's that's not good. Um, we're kind of hiding God's gift to us, which is the gift of marriage, you know, um, whenever we instill those commitment issues and, um, tell every, and I struggle with that. Like I, every day I'm a very, uh, independent person and I love to, okay, let me make sure my life is on track. I have this goal for myself and this goal. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I get kind of antsy if God throws that off track (laughs) a little bit, but I'm thankful for it, but yeah, they had a lot of great things to say, and we just hope you guys learned from that too, um, but just to kind of close out everything, we want to move into what God has been teaching us, and we'll go ahead and get started with that, but do you have yours? Do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay, yeah, I'll go first. Um, I guess something that it's kind of small, but also like kind of big at the same time is God has been teaching me um, kind of in the same way, like patience, but also like to not let bitterness take root in my heart. Um, and I say that because I feel like, like if you know me, like I can, even if I'm not feeling joyful, like I can fake it. Like Manali knows that, um, (laughs) you know, you, I'm the kind, like you never really know if like something huge is going on because I kind of tend to put on a mask, which isn't a great thing, but, um, it does make it confusing for others to see if something's wrong. Um, But I say that in a way that's like, you know, especially like sometimes whenever I leave to go to school or to work, like I might be running a little bit late. And if I'm behind a slow driver, it makes me so mad and so bitter. And I'll be thinking about it for the next 20 minutes. Like I was at, I was at, um, the store today shopping with my parents and there was a lady on the same aisle as me. And she was really getting on my nerves because she kept kind of like pushing me out of the way. (laughs) And it was making me so mad that I was like, mom, we've got to go. Like, we've got to leave the store. Like these people are making me so mad. (laughs) And then I don't know, like when I got in the car, like I kind of sort of had like a heart check. God was like, you know, imagine how I feel with you, (laughs) you know? And it was just kind of like automatic conviction. Like, you know, Anytime that I just don't really, you know, I don't really, or I stray away from doing things like reading my Bible or talking to God. Like, imagine how frustrated God gets with us when we just kind of push him to the side, you know. And so it was just kind of like a heart check thing and just not letting small things like that, like bitterness, kind of take root in my heart and, you know, patience with those people. And um, because you never know who could be having a bad day. You really don't. Um, And Manali and I know because we work at the same, we work at the same little retail store and we have a lot of people that come in here there that are not very nice people and they don't talk to us very nice and kind of learning to deal with those people and trying to understand like okay maybe that person's having a bad day or um you know that's just an opportunity for us to show them who Jesus is by you know not returning the favor of being bitter towards them you know you know I I can completely agree with that because I you know talking about people that come into our store Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes it's not easy to show grace to people, no, especially when so they hard. do come in and they got the worst attitude in yeah. the world and you're just trying to not, you know, lose your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that That is a good reality check. Yeah. Just being quick to show grace and kindness to people, even though they might not be doing the same for you. So mm-hmm. I, that's always yeah. something that we're learning. Um, but one thing this week, this week has been absolutely crazy for me. And I, I was telling Hannah about it earlier. It's just been absolutely insane between school and just life in general. All the things. All the things. And um, just, you know, in the midst of busyness, I try, kind of try and take God's power and put it in my own hands. And then I'm like tossing around like a hot potato, like what the crap am I supposed to do with this? I don't know <laughs> how to handle all this power because I'm not meant to have it in the right, first place. Right. And, um, you know, I think God's kind of, been working on my heart and that and just like okay well you're taking my power because 
and you're struggling so bad with it because you're not supposed to have it in the first place. So why don't you hand it back to me and I'm yeah. I'm gonna handle it the way it's supposed to be handled. And so that's that's, that's so true. what I've been kind of I, dealing with this week. Yeah, I can agree with that too. We really I love to take what's meant for the Lord into my own hands. Yes. So that's a good re- reality check for for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap things up here. This is our last episode of the season, but we are not done. We will be back for season Season five. five. Um, and we've already been like kind of planning like guests and who we want on there. And I don't know, like my, our hearts have kind of been stirring a little bit like around the next season. And we just think God has really, really big plans for it. And we don't know how, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're just really excited, and we do plan to have more guests, but we also want to still incorporate just me and Manali coming back and talking to you guys, and just things that we've learned over, gosh, just the past year, you know, um, everything is always changing, and um, we've got even more things to talk about, so we're really excited for that, so we will see you guys then. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys. <laughs>